this week on Androids and Aliens. Oh, so much stupid. Why? In one room. It's amazing. It's amazing. As the crew departs the drift. You're hot on the trail. Or should I say lukewarm at best on the trail of the cult of the devourer who have supposedly come here. A vast and unexplored star system awaits. Here you are. Nine planets, all different. Go. This is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is insane. But where will their search begin? What do we just pick a planet? I'm like, there's hot ones, there's cold ones, blah, blah, blah. And Skid just reaches into a bag of Narragansetts and says, I'm going to have a cold one. <laughs> and what mysteries lie at first contact? Oh, Ooh. let's pick up a, a timeout Najir. Yeah. Let's copy. do the space casino finally. Uh, you want to look for signs of life? You can do a, a scan of the system. The adventure continues. Ellie, uh, be no, just as good as Skip. Really, really dig deep. No. I've been having a real hard time all week with the decision that I made on this podcast. Having a real tough time because the Troy that I put out there on the interweb, the Troy that that comes to the table and sits behind this screen, uh, is a Troy that is merciless, (laughs) that does not care about what others think, and in fact goes out of his way to make the players angry sometimes. And yet, I let you off the hook. I let you off the hook. The only thing that has given me pause is in listening back to the episode, I get to relish at how absolutely stupid Matthew, Ellie, and Joe were last week. Um, Joe, I I asked you to cue up a clip for me. Um, (laughs) Would you play the clip from last week's episode? I'd like to hear it. I I want us all to bask in the stupidness of Matthew, Eleanor, and even you, Joe. Would you mind would you mind playing that clip? Yeah, Joe, go ahead and play the clip. Play the clip. <laughs> Just for the audience at home. I'm electing not to play the clip. <laughs> Please play the clip. It's for it's so we can all learn from our mistakes. Um, I have no memory of the event. This is the closest he's ever been to an attorney on a procedural. This is amazing. The cops are coming right now. You can hear them in the background. Play that damn clip. We can all learn, Matthew. First of all, Joe doesn't have the clip. I you have, have the clip. clip? And I also refuse. You don't know how to play clips. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave you a clip playing responsibilities? Uh, come on, just, we can all learn from it. Then we'll, we'll have some fun with it. And you, you can rebut, but please. <laughs> I can't wait to rebut. However, <laughs> you disable. Stupid number one. Stupid number two. Get out of here. Stupid number it. three right there. Yes. We haven't done this yet. Oh, so much stupid. Why? In one room. It's amazing. It's amazing. I can't believe the way that you would turn this so disgracefully. <laughs> because this is a commentary on how weak you are. Exactly. Really? You, you are a him. weak, weak, sad, <laughs> pathetic GM. Why? That just wilts at the thought of hurting the feelings of his, granted, <sighs> yep. irrational... 
and quick to anger players. Yes, and stupid. Don't but, forget to say stupid. Well, stupid, sure. But how are your children ever going to learn if you just I know. give them whatever they want? Well, this is what I've been struggling with all week. I, the only solace I took was was basking in your stupidity. But like, He's I a- made a decision early on. That if you if it got into a a boarding situation and they chased uh, you chased them onto their ship, first one on was gone. Now now that I think about it, I should have just let you do it because you know Grant wasn't going to be the first one on there because Grant could be the tank in this group. He'd still be in the bathroom of your ship. And Skid, uh, Skid that's not the way his character's built. He wasn't going to be like I'll take care of this and run after him. So it would have been one of you three dum dums. In which case it would have been I probably should have just let it happen. But in this case, the battle was won. I, I, I added that line of like they will uh, they will protect protect their equipment at all costs and blah 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 and you still you didn't take that carrot so defend yourselves dummies are you ready for my rebuttal yes I'm gonna sit back and drink my beer and listen to your dumb response <laughs> in English please <laughs> Ugh. I was going to rebut in Latin but I'm now, <laughs> now rebutting English my rebuttal was as follows I didn't leap to the conclusion that Joe leapt to I didn't think you were a poor GM I thought. You were being a savvy GM in correcting an earlier mistake. What was the earlier mistake? That when we crushed our culture check, you didn't tell us that, that one of their main strategies was to self-destruct, if they were ever boarded. So I, I thought you were... Their strategy. Which, was, by the way, Skid specifically said in the episode. Said what? He said, after Howie does all this... And you say they would have blown up. He's like, oh, well, I mean, this is something Chris obviously would have known from his culture check. We his, crushed. His annihilated culture check. I thought, culture I thought check. Howie's warning to you was like, just so you know, hey, Captain, what do you know of these Lanty Star Empire? And you're like, nothing. I was like, let me tell you. I, the line was in there. You didn't need the culture check. I just didn't specifically say they would self-destruct because that isn't a tactic that all of them use. I, w- I mean, I was their gonna, tactic. I... I I, I gave you more credit than uh, you gave yourself. What about you, Sweeteroo? Um, what do you got to say for yourself? You were I, the first one on the ship. I was excited to board the ship because then you can, you know, like with the future technology, you can take pictures and live stream them back and get like but some But you'd be dead! Well, I didn't know that because I'm from a very peaceful culture. Oh, here we go. <laughs> There's no word for war where in my world... <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. the reason I bring this up Hold is... Hold on a second. I didn't get a chance to defend oh, myself. Right. <laughs> Please. Which is a very simple... We're doing a show here, man. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody says to do something bold and new and different. Yeah. You yes and them. Exactly. You don't consider being the guy who's like, I want to protect my character at all costs, so let's not do anything fun ever. That's a great point. Exactly. But you know what? Seconds later, when Howie said that, you were like, oh... Yeah, maybe they would self-destruct. Well, because you're such ship. a fraud. Like, that's when we realized the evil GM <laughs> Troy is such a fraud. Well, like, he's, he's actually protecting us now. He's showing his soft side. You're a soft Listen, man. I knew in saying this in to you, you, were, you guys were going to be like, yeah, we were dumb. You got us. We were real dummies. We thought about how dumb yeah. we are. The reason I bring this up is that was your one chance. That was your one chance. Sure. You know, I thought about We this. have three books left. I thought about and this. And I will never... Do that again. I thought about it. I did. I honestly thought, thought about what? What I just said? No, that you like. I didn't understand why you did that as Howie. I was yeah. listening to the episode and I was like, he really, really just gave us a gift mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah. And I thought that I was like, and then I started running it through my head. Like, would it really have been awful if Dax walked in there, the doors closed, and it blew up? 
uh, and he died because of it. I think it'd be pretty awful. Yeah. But then I tried to imagine what would, how would it actually play out? How much time would it tick down before it blew up? Would there be a way to try, you know what I mean? Like make a drama out of it, which also, could be really fun. That's true. Why, why would Howie be cryptic? Yeah. <laughs> like why would I was like I don't know yeah, something could happen I don't know he's, he's exactly know why what... Mariko's dead he killed him <laughs> yeah. he's a murderer yeah. ever since you entered the drip yeah. I, felt, I, I personally felt like it's like what Joe said as well like you you, it's like Alice in Wonderland you were like oh don't press this button you know of course we're gonna press the button of course we're gonna board the ship that you say like you shouldn't board the ship I was actually ready to board the ship anyway, even after you said that. And even if we knew that there was a chance that they would self-destruct their ship, which, again, should probably be something that should be specifically mentioned if we get the check like that. Hmm. We should say, like, oh, well, maybe, you know, we'll board and, like, you'll have you have 45 seconds before terminal execution, whatever, and we have a chance to disable it or whatever. Like, we don't know that, like, the minute one of us steps on, the doors will shut. There is a chance to disable, I will say, but the the check is so high, a, a DAX, if you were the first one on it would be laughable <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would have been a great scene I'm though already laughing but you know they would have taken their cyanide pills and you would just be left there in front of the computer but like to, to how terrible with a frequency open you know I, I regret it now what a better episode yeah, yeah. but I, I, I wonder though why you're so sure it would have been Dex because I've ba- I've spent I'm a melee now. A melee now. And, oh, hey, and, even better if it was you. Well, but that would have been so sad. But you're also an engineer. You're an engineer as well. It's, well, I, actually, I could have gotten out of that sticky situation, but it would have been incredibly sad if PG had died. Who would have Just been? after saved. Yeah. Who would I, have been it would have the, been the initiative order, right? It would have been like if anyone who rolled high on the initiative would have been the one. No. Who, no, because now it was like... It was already initiative. I'd be like, okay, who's uh, who's who's going first? It would have been me. The, the part you. of your argument yeah. that is... If this, you made a, like a case to go in, I would be like... Well, yeah. exactly, because I was I have something mechanically in like for their next melee attack I will do something and so my I would have convinced you to go in actually I'm not convinced that, it would have uh, been you exactly because I have first of all I also have if a if you feat. made any argument at ever whatsoever to go first you would have gone first yeah because I have the feet because I don't feel strongly about it yeah oh crap so but it you know what been, it would have been you or I Fresca think, no I think you and I would have stayed on the ship yeah yeah because we need a pilot and we need someone on the bridge to coordinate the attack. Oh, fuck. Grant was going to say something nice. The strongest part about your argument, mm-hmm. based off the evidence currently on the table up to this point, like brought up. Let's just, let's just move on. I like what he's saying already. <laughs> I'm going to undermine so, him at the end, Joe. Shut the fuck up for one second. <laughs> I'll edit that part. That nose uh, is so uh, No, it's the, the, the part that you brought up is like, well, maybe not all the people have this blow-up technique, correct? However, right, right. no. Culture is a knowledge local substitute in Starfinder. So mm-hmm. with that high of a culture check, he should have been given... The equivalent of what someone in this area or this type of group would have given. Yeah, I that. get that. I, I get mean, that. I don't understand. I thought Howie's the... line was 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 clear and cryptic, like Skit said, cryptic enough I, for I mean, me to read I... between the lines because it, it takes away from the. Uh, I thought it would take away from the dramatic action. And be like they will self destruct if you get on there. But I mean, I Howie's also line suggested to me they would have fought to the death. That they were. Yeah, they wouldn't allow themselves. You misinterpreted. Captured. In the line. Well, no, that means... Well, you delivered it wrong, Troy. Yeah. How dare you? It was your inflection. <laughs> it, was, I, I, it means like, inflection. It's, oh, they'll fight like savages to the end. You know, that does... They're not going to allow themselves to be captured. Right, right. Here's, but here's what I understand. What's the big issue? It seems like it played out exactly as these things should. We, you, we crushed our check. You didn't provide... You provided us with some information, but not enough that we picked it up. Mm-hmm. And, and all of us didn't pick it up. So clearly, it's not like it's just your fault. It's not just like our fault. I'm not blaming Skid and Grant. So... Ugh. And then you So then once you saw That we had misinterpreted You course corrected 
Like, isn't that how exactly how it's supposed to go? No, I I saved your ass because I felt guilty. You're good. You're the and hero. You're I will never do it again. Troy, All right. Troy LaValle, you're sure. my hero. Never <laughs> do it again. But right. I'm glad we talked about it. May, um, may I defuse the situation? Please. With gifts for everyone. Right. He's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I got seven bullets. You are the king of gifts lately. This is thanks to Charlie and Valentina, some lovely folks. I got, we, I've met them before. We got to see them uh, just recently in Boston. A gift for each of us. There's a joke on each of them. Oh, everyone's had the same. Don't say it until we pass them out. Okay. First, let me give Skid a bloodstone for Skid. Wait, what are they? Ooh. The bloodstone D twenty. Oh, whoa! They're all gem D twenty. Feels like it's got some weight on it. For those of us who can't, those who are listening at home and can't see what's happening. Oh wow! Ellie these, gets this wow. beautiful opalite D twenty. This one, oh, this one. Mine is have a good joke. It says Joe on it. Well, <laughs> it, they all say Joe on the one. I was yeah, trying see. to hold off on that. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, you still grants thunder. I get that one uh this one is a blue sandstone for matt slash della in honor of della green turquoise well, let me give actually troy's out it's the prettiest die out there look at that thing oh, look at that wow. son of a bitch huh uh oh, and she's then nice believe this one is for you joe i thought the black be green turquoise i thought the black was for me Grant. oh yeah I, you, I flipped yours around sorry about that uh, ooh, yeah, but they're nice all gorgeous. Roll. Ooh, this these is are great. Super, yeah, these are really nice. Gorgeous. Yeah, they're very, very nice. I like a good weighted, heavy die like that too. Natural eight. But mine, oh, natural eighteen. Natural nineteen ooh. for old Joe O'Brien. Uh, and they hope these only roll rocks, and uh, we don't see Joe's name ever on them. Yeah. Yay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Another you. natural what nineteen. Was, what, what I'm going to set this thing down. Nice. How's yours roll, Troy? Charlie and Valentine. Um, I don't. know I rolled a few times. It, it doesn't stop rolling. <laughs> like it's I'll, isn't that what a dice trays for? Yeah, no, but that's what worries me. Like I, I hate when I, I just want to, just stop rolling. Don't tease me with the numbers that could have been. Oh, it's those those tumbled corners, yeah. those gemstone tumbled corners. Um, I'm have to get a different box just for it. But anyways, I'm thinking to myself like that's like the episode one uh, uh, of season four of a of a long running TV series where they just kill one of the main characters. That's what yeah. that would have been, and it would have been great. Um, and I regret not doing it. But everything happens for a reason. So when PG dies through another stupid mistake of hers, I'm not going to make any stupid. Uh, we'll we go melee though. So I will say this now: I will start being more aggressive and go melee because I think that's a lot more fun to play. And also, she's built that way now. Mm-hmm. And so, in case anyone's listening who thinks that I'm stupid and making stupid safe decisions, this is well, that's going to be my strategy. Now, Troy knows. I realized that. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know why you just said all of that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's the point of all? I can understand your defensiveness. Well, no, because I know. <laughs> you do get a certain amount. Of uh, of criticism from corners of the internet. That's I'm not going to say that I'm not stupid. I'm just going to say that now I'm going to be, you know, I'm planned stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. I'm planning this. Mm. Yeah. Aggressively I'm, stupid. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Woo! But yeah. <laughs> so you arrive at the Najior system. So badass. I don't even know what to expect. Oh, here. man. How he, uh, we ended last week, how he gave you a rundown of this nine planet system oh, cool. that all shares the same. Yellow dwarf, sign. and it's N G E O R N E J N E J E O R. Whoa! You're hot on the trail, or should I say, lukewarm at best on the trail of the cult of the devourer, who have supposedly come here based on the interpretation of a prophecy of one of their 
heralds or, or, or like one of the originators of the cult, Nayara, who centuries ago postulated that the cult could bring about the total destruction that they seek with a super weapon. And the secret to finding the location of that super weapon is in the Najir system. Here you are, nine planets, all different. Go. This is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is insane. Can I was we, like, Skid we... came into the office and uh, he was here first, and I was like, well, man, this is crazy. Like, the nine planets, we got this brief run through of what they are. Like, what, <laughs> what do we just pick a planet? I'm like, there's hot ones, there's cold ones, blah, blah, blah. And Skid just reaches into a bag of Narragansetts and says, I'm going to have a cold one. <laughs> I could go for a cold one. I could go for a cold one. Cool Gansy. I think we should go to all of them. Cool Gansy. All of them at the same time, yeah, split up. We, we split them. Yeah, well, we need two more. <laughs> is, uh, there, is there any kind of capital planet system, a capital planet in the system? Um, what do you mean? Like, does Howie have that information? Like, is there... It's like a more developed one. They have a capital city or any of these... I'm assuming there is. Is there a political? There's a political capital. Is it on any one of these yeah, planets? Like you just don't have that information because there's no. Uh, all how he can give you is the specs of well, what uh, what there is. It's not like oh, and I also see that there's a city hall on this. So one. there's no life signs. <laughs> uh, is there a there's, night? There's not, not life. Yes, but there's, there's, no, a, there's, there's a no bounce like, happening nightclub on this particular planet. <laughs> is there a check? Ooh, we could it's do? ladies' night, Kreska and PG. Oh, Ooh. let's pick up a, a timeout, Najir. <laughs> yeah, let's do the space casino finally. Uh, you want to look for signs of life? Or yeah. there's, no, there's no check we could do. Or like a no. habitable planet. Like, is anyone, one of them nicer than the other one? Um, or a habitable moon. Yeah. All right, so I, I think I told you that uh, which you ones would be habitable or not. But anyways. You didn't. I didn't. Okay. However, you can do a, a scan of the system. And how he's like... It appears that Najior 6 is the only one with any signs of life on it. Hmm. In terms of actual location of said life, Captain, we'll have to get in closer and have the doctor run a more thorough scan. <laughs> Very well. Dax, what is an orbit of Nijior 6? Aye, Captain. <laughs> what is the... Uh, what was the readout for 6 in terms of environmental? Was that one of the cold ones? One of the... Was it the volcanic one? Was it Class M? Yeah, you never class said class M. M. I was waiting for him to say class M. He never said it. Um, oh, I don't understand the reference, please. Star Trek. Star, um, Star Wars. An M-class planet. Wait. <laughs> Star Trek, an M-class planet. It's Transformers, the movie. It's, uh, it's a Goldilocks. Earth is an M-class planet. The sixth yeah. is one of the gas giants, each oh. swirling with oh. a different color of gas. Najira 6 is mostly red gas. Oh, wow. So maybe it's a moon. All right, so we'll, we'll start. Yeah. Or there's some sort of mining colony. No, there there are there are creatures that live in gas giants too. Yeah, like there in, are. Uh, yeah. yeah, Levara. Like uh, I think it's Levara, the gas giant in one of the gas giants in um, the Pact Worlds. They have there are creatures that live there that are like big, kind of like uh, dirigibles that like float R- through the right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure one of the languages you can pick is one of the main languages is spoken by the inhabitants of that. Is it? Yeah, it's Livaran, I think. Okay. I think it's a, or Brithedin. 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 Yeah. 
Uh, Dax will uh, he will engage <laughs> impulse engines and start flying. Uh, How long will it take? It usually takes like it can take like several days. In this system. will take a couple hours. A couple, a couple of hours. Yeah. One one to eight hours, in fact. Ah, can we the type keep, of thing I would we have great engines. That's yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. We do have our, we have top class engines right now. Can we also keep our scanners open for signs of uh, other ships? Yes, absolutely. I will keep an eye out, Captain. Thank you, Harry. Uh, all right, let's head to Najior Six. I'm actually going to roll uh, a D8 to see how long it takes you to get there in terms of hours. Um, all right, so it's going to take about five hours to get there. What is everyone doing uh, for this journey? Obviously, you don't know what you're getting into. This may not even be the right planet. A gas giant doesn't quite sound uh, right. There were other planets that sound they sound like they'd be more uh, hospitable to life, but this is the one that Howie says appears to have life forms. Once you get in close, um, if Friss is able to name a computer's check, you might get a sense of where those signals are coming from. Um, but what's everybody doing? I think Friss is, he's looking over his, his science station, that little triangular thing that Spock <laughs> looks into, like, casting his vague blue light on his face, just studying, just at least getting a visual of, like, all these different planets, like, studying, like, all the continents, just, uh, like, ferociously devouring, like, all this brand new information. Um, and like scribbling notes, like he has his little uh, journal, and he's just like scri- handwritten notes. He's like scribbling notes, like in it as he goes. That's how you describe what you're doing, folks. By the way, take a take a lesson from the master. <laughs> very, very clear picture of what that looks like. Thank you, um, <laughs> Ellie. Be no, just as good as I, Skip. Oh, Ellie, no, really dig deep. No, I was I was like, please don't go for me. I don't he can smell weakness. <laughs> <laughs> he pounces. And I already oh, oh I'm blood already. <laughs> Um, um, no, yeah, no, PG is, um, um, where, where, where are, are we all? Ice skating! <laughs> She's ice skating! <laughs> I will say this, PG has been, or Ellie has been very curious about Dak's backstory and the whole human thing, mm-hmm. and I know it's metagamey, but I, I want PG to talk to Dax for, like, the longest time. <laughs> I thought you were say, PG is going to... Study Dax's backstory. <laughs> Scribbling notes, furiously. <laughs> Pouring into Dax's backstory. Yeah, but, like, I, but I don't know a good way. Joe's like, Why would she password. ever talk to Dax? And it would be so awkward. So I'm gonna just going to have her go ahead and be like, Hi, Dax. So we've seen two ends of the spectrum. Describe <laughs> what you're doing. Uh, let's go right in the middle for a Grant. What do you got, Grant? Paulo's going to walk straight past the weapon turret and kind of rub his hands together, just enjoying the last bits of afterglow from the battle of, of blowing them up and oh, kind of yeah. taking them out. Just it felt really good to be at the, at the helm. Uh, he'd been drifting around from pirate crew to pirate crew and never had the opportunity to kind of, you know, for lack of a better term, shoot the cannons on the on the on the bastard. So, yeah. Uh, but as soon as that wilts away, he realizes that he was kind of cowardly. And when he first saw that, you know, this particular enemy and he's going to walk over to, to Captain K and say, Captain, I'm sorry forever losing my battle valor. I will not question you in the future when it comes to terms of engagement. I appreciate that, Qualo. May I ask, do you have a history with the Atlantis Star Empire? I do not personally, but I know that they rule with an iron fist, and I am not welcome in many corners, least of which is the, are theirs, where they only accept their own kind, not a freak like me. Do you think record of our encounter 
made its way back to his lanty high command. That was the source of my trepidation and why I perhaps wanted to see if we could get away with less than a mortal battle on our hands to not have them on our tail. I think it did, Captain. Well, we'll have to deal with the consequences of that when they arrive. Yes. Very well, Qualo. Very well. What about Dax? What's Dax up to? PJ, you know, says, hi, Dax. That's going to be the end of my seat. Right. She comes in and says, hi, Dax, and then we cut away. Fresco, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> Dax is um, he's in his quarters. He's got the new... Wait, you're in your quarters or you're piloting? No, it's, it's on autopilot. We're driving the ship. <laughs> you don't have to hold a steering wheel for a five-hour flight to... Uh, so uh, he's Just say the cockpit though, surely. So yeah. Fr- so Fris is the one pilot. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, keeping I, an eye on the tiller. Oh crap! So I actually walked into his quarters. Then oh no, and just said hi, Dex. Didn't even knock. That's so even creepy. creepy. It's oh, so no, creepy. No, I mean he's got five hours, and now he's thinking. You know, <laughs> <laughs> normally mating with my people takes seven, but tonight it'll take two. He's getting a little uh, obsessive about what dangers they may face here in a completely, you know, basically uncharted system as far as we know and uh, and doesn't know what kind of dangers we're going to face. So recently uh, he had gotten from uh, EOX the Sheer and I rifle from the captain uh, who, who had tried to snipe us. And so he took that weapon. He's kind of unfamiliar with it and he has it uh, broken apart in its component pieces laid out and he's cleaning it uh, and just making sure that there's not going to be any problem with, a, with firing it. Uh, and then also kind of doing the same thing with his plasma array like i don't know like fantasy wise how exactly that would work uh but you know being on top of making sure the weaponry is is working smoothly and everything and he's doing it like quietly and quickly because he knows he has to get back to the con and he knows uh that he can't have any missteps with his weaponry should uh danger uh come to any of his allies so he's he's sort of obsessive about making sure the weaponry is all up to snuff I'm imagining counting the, uh, his grenades, checking them. The scenes from uh, Full Metal Jacket when they're like assembling the gun. As right? Yeah, they exactly. Yeah. Like he's 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 got it all laid out, and then he cl- clicks them, click 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 clicks it all back together after cleaning each part. Hopefully, you're not the Gomer pile of the crew. Kreska, <laughs> uh, what are you doing, Captain K? I think Kreska is sitting at the con, kind of slumped to one side, her el- her elbow on the uh, the kind of iconic Captain Kirk pose. <laughs> A coffee that's already cold. And I think she's she's dictating the log. I mean, she's got to keep you know, document the record of the encounter with the Islanti and send it back to Chizkist as fast as possible. Will sh- will she be cryptic about whether or not they would have exploded if we'd gone <laughs> on there? Will she be really blunt about it? Pretty blunt. Okay. I think she's a very direct stylist. Hmm. Um, and then I also imagine her occasionally signing things. <laughs> like someone bringing by like a like a, yeah, the, a, a tablet and I'm just kind of sign off on, on, yeah. on stuff that's going on the ship. Yeah. This gives me half of PG's quarters. <laughs> this yeah. is funny. I can store my shit there. But this more, funny. Me more space in my Our Star Trek it is a lot of actual signatures. Yeah. Like it always He's always to, signing things. The yeoman would come up with a little like, metal pad and is like ah oh, it's just okay and that's like a sign. I always imagine I think they were Spock just, like, was a Sorry, actually, I think that was part of the deal. <laughs> he got it out his leather, pa- his stamp in his leather pouch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, I think she's keep making record of the battle, sending it to Chizkist, and uh, kind of watching at the viewfinder for you know signs of life and enemies approaching, and also the kind of wonder of this 
uncharted territory. Sure. You're out of the drift now, and you're seeing these planets, and you're honing in on one. Five hours pass, and Dax, you're able to pull um, you know, near the orbit of Najior 6. Dax, um, nice of you to join us. <laughs> Thank you, Captain. I had calculated the timing perfectly. It's <laughs> down. Autopiloted. Uh, it's like, wait, where, where are you going? <laughs> First, go ahead and roll a computer's check to try and pinpoint right. where this life is. Oh, you know, you. Does anyone know what kind of sensor? Do you remember what, I've, what kind of sensors we have on the ship? I think they're basic. Mm-hmm. If it's basic, it's plus two. So. Yeah. Uh, did you give me aid? Yep. Uh, I'm running over my new gifted die roll, the natural 16. All right. Thank you, guys. That is a 36. You're going to find out. 38. Sorry. You're going to find out a lot of information. Nice. All right. Um, Because of such a high check. Uh, All right. So you uh, are scanning the planet, and you're able to pinpoint these signs of life that Howie spoke of to a floating Metropolis in the stratosphere. I saw a city in the clouds. Sitting just <laughs> above the churning clouds of Najir 6. Uh, it looks to be crumbling in places, while other areas are overgrown with trees and other plants. I said, think I said area is weird, but I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> you did. But it, like, I put an R in there with areas. I thought it was the Boston kind of creepy. Yeah, it kind of came voice. back up, but it, we don't even say that. Like, ah, get to another area. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Area. Uh, you also note that the energy signatures that would normally come from a settlement of that size, like energy from a power plant, wireless signals, Verizon and whatnot, um, <laughs> they're weak and erratic. And... You can also tell, because of your amazing check, that this city is millennia old. And that age is the cause of much of the decay, as opposed to it just having been, like, destroyed from an outside source. You're scanning around, and Dax, you would see this, too, just when Friss uh, is completing his check, that it looks like if you wanted to land... There's only one safe place where you can bring down the Sarissa. It's this emerald green-looking landing pad on the outskirts of the city. Um, all other possible landing areas in the metropolis uh, look to be either uns- uns- unstable or covered in impenetrable thickets. Wow. Um, cool as wow. shit. Yeah, you're one to two hours out uh, if you choose to land there. Uh, yeah, so Dax will report this to the captain. Um, I only see one feasible place to put down the Sarissa captain. It seems to be some sort of clear emerald pad, everything else covered in dense thickets. Very well. Take us in. Taking us in, captain. He uses the drift engine so we get there in four seconds. <laughs> you overshoot it by... Let's just like slam the ship into the ground. You overshoot it by three systems. Uh, <laughs> Great job, Lord. I thought Dern. if I just went in and out, just went in and out, we'd be fine. Dark's relieved. <laughs> Quick question. Yeah. Uh, Quala wouldn't know of this uh, because he wasn't on, uh, on, on Castroville. The millennia's old part of this does that line up with the oasians at all it certainly could okay um yeah it certainly could uh the um i think the the oasian culture predated 
Well, I don't know if it predated Galarian or not, but it was... I'm just trying to line it up with the... It's 80. definitely before the gap, but I think it was... I'm trying to remember if it was hundreds or if it was thousands. That's what I can't remember. Just trying to line it up with the prophecy that we found I'm pretty there. sure it was thousands. You're pretty sure it was thousands? Yeah. I think you're right. Pretty sure. I don't have uh, book two laying around. Oh, no problem. But, um, just check. Yeah, I can... I can uh, I'll find out for you. Cool. Um, all right, so it takes two hours for you to fly there, um, but you are able to reach the emerald pad and you see other landing pads uh, so kind of cool. jutting out from it that are crumbled that wouldn't be safe there's one uh, good one in the middle and you touch down um, you're in the southeastern corner of the city that you know it's got a very New York vibe in terms of size and you're basically you know touching down in Battery Park hmm. um hmm. It appears, now that you've come closer to the city, that like much of the rest of the city, this pad appears to be made of a thick, (laughs) barely translucent crystal. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. (laughs) (laughs) That's us us landing. Oh, okay. Yeah. We already landed, dude. Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) I had to wait for the sound to start. (laughs) Nice. Uh, That's a good landing. Yeah. So the the pad, like most of the city, looks to be made of this translucent (laughs) crystal. I can't believe how long this is. Oh, my God. Grant, he said it took several hours. (laughs) 30 30 seconds to do the landing. Isn't that crazy? I thought it'd be like a Futurama shift. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay. A good landing is one you can walk away from. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, you can see from outside the uh, the cockpit window, the majority of the pad is open to the sky. Uh, the thick clouds of Najior Six swirl lazily below. Um, walkways from the other crumbled pads all kind of converge here where you landed, and in the distance, uh, it looks like they all lead toward a, a single large building. Um, what do you want to do? Is the, ab- is the atmosphere breathable? Uh, let me check. Yes, Dr. Friss, it does appear to be breathable. However, environmental protections may be wise mm. until you are able to test it yourself. Mm-hmm. Everyone suits up. Environmental protections on. Play another 20-second cue for environmental protection. <laughs> uh, is there any movement? There's no movement? There's no vehicles. Uh, there's, there's nothing no around. Um, bike messengers. There's, <laughs> there's no. a couple bike messengers. Bingy, they're, bingy. they're far away. They wouldn't hear you if you yelled. What's <sighs> the climate like? Is it? It's nice. It's nice. Like temperate. I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not yeah, like it's a jungle. Temperate. It's not a jungle. Um, no, it's it's uh, it's a little windy. It's a cloudy day, but it always <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> but it is um, on a planet. Like it's a planet. No. No, no. So, it's a floating city okay. in the sky. So, in a gas giant. So, like, a gas so giant. would you, if you walked away from one of the, like on the platform, would you fall off and yes. die? Yes, yes. You would fall straight to the planet's core, well, most likely. Well, if you don't look down, though, if you keep on running straight ahead like Wiley Coyote, you're fine. All right. Yeah. 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 The walkways That's are... a Solarian fifth level thing. The yep. walkways are pretty wide, um, but yeah, there's no like railings or anything. Do I have any way of telling what is keeping these platforms up like the technology that's being utilized or magic um you don't from well you know what let me see you can get a pretty good view out your uh out of the uh, the window there go yeah. ahead and roll uh during the four minutes it takes to land <laughs> right during the four yeah, minutes take, you can really look out the window dig in yeah is a perception check? Um, no, roll like uh, what is the uh, engineering analog for engineering? Yeah. Engineering. Oh, I'll, I can also roll an engineering. 
that is a 36. Yeah, I got a 32. It appears to be held up by some level of highly, highly advanced technology. Um, it's a grav technology. Yeah, which is in stark contrast to what looks like a, a, a metropolis that's in ruins. But it's still functioning. It's still functioning, the only one. Well, Friss is definitely, like, this uh, out of... Like, he's kind of, his mind is, like, buzzing. He's, like, uh, on a caffeine high. He's, like, there's so... There's such a deluge of brand new knowledge that he's surrounded by. But this is one thing on his list is, like, he wants to get to the bottom of why this is still up, even while everything around it has crumbled. He, he's very curious about that. Can we count on this station to stay aloft if we were to disembark and step off the ship? Yeah. Well, Captain, it seems like he's been holding this place aloft for several thousand years. Holding the weight of all this stone and ruin. I would be surprised if we were the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. My fear is not that we would be the straw that broke the camel's back. But there'd be some sort of ancient security system. Well, I don't know much about security system. Oh, wait, no, I know a lot about security systems. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt that there would be a security system that would cause the entire city to collapse into the planet's atmosphere. How about pirates? Can someone steal our ship while while we go? Druid Quala standing right there. Yeah. Uh, yes. uh, you still don't trust me, I'll have to. How about no, pirate? Pirate pay. <laughs> no, she's right. Be sure to roll up the windows. Yes. Lock the doors. At least lock it. Put the low jack system on the con. Viper armed. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, are, are there any other scans we can do or any kind of knowledge checks we can do before we can get off the ship and investigate? No, I mean, until you get down there, you really can't get a good uh, look at what's can happening. We do, can we use the ship's sensors to do a, a uh, perception check with a bonus before we exit? Sure. Uh, looking for what specifically? Just general around the area of the ship. Okay, yeah. Roll. Take the bonus and roll it. Natty 16. Crazy. I rolled a Natty 19. Oh, man. But you're not using the computer, so. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> uh, that is a 31 perception. I rolled a 34 without the computer. Ooh, okay. Oh. So you would both notice that this uh, crystal, this translucent crystal itself isn't green. It's the lichen growing underneath it that's uh-huh. giving it this emerald green hue. Wow. Um, but that's, yeah, that's all you can really see. All right, let's go. Frisk, he's buttoning up. He wants to get out there and take a closer look. How we lock down the ship? If anything is to enter the system while we're out, alert us immediately. You've got it, Captain. How are you feeling, by the way? <laughs> Never felt better, Steve. <laughs> Howie, might you also uh, take the time to run a diagnostic on yourself? You've got it. <coughs> Can Howie read lips? I just want to do a quick... <laughs> 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 
computers check. <laughs> just, uh, just apropos of nothing. Go in the airlock. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go in the, <laughs> the escape pod. And, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for no reason no, just whatsoever. Curious. No, just, just curious. curious. Yeah. What were you talking with Dr. Friss about? All right, I'll keep an eye on him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. All right, so you're going to disembark? Disembark. Shh. Right, I've got a sound for that. That's nice. Wow. That was too short. That was that way too out. short. I needed more. Play that four times fast. Oh, that's better. That's, that's a little better. Uh, so, your, uh, I don't know if stairs unfold from your uh, airlock or not, uh, but you're able to touch down on this green uh, emerald pad. You get out there and like you just see uh, looking over the edge there's just a sheer drop into swirling red clouds. You look off in the distance and you see beyond that large building at the end of the walkway a city. Um, A city that looks to be in in disarray but also uh, has things that remind you of the most not even the most highly advanced stuff you saw on Absalon Station, but stuff that you've never even fucking seen before. Some of the great metropolises of, of the packed worlds. Oh, even cool. the Starfinder Society didn't have information on it. What, uh, what color is the sky? It's all red. It's got, they, like, you look below, it's those red swirling clouds, and up, it's the red square. Wow, you're just cool. surrounded by uh, gas. So Friss is getting flashbacks of home, of like growing up on Akuton with the red skies there. Mm. The red skies at night. Yeah. Friss's delight. You guys get off the uh, landing pad. Everybody roll a perception check. 18. Mm. 19. 31. 13. 27. <laughs> PG and Kreska, you're stepping off and you're looking and trying to orient yourself. You see the the walkways that mostly end in just uh, a a landing pad that has crumbled uh, into the planet's core. But the two of you see creatures climb up from underneath the emerald landing pad. Looks like one, two, three, four of these tall hairless humanoid creatures looks like they have multiple eyes long strong looking limbs and sharp teeth and they open fire on you oh, oh my god what roll for initiative oh, oh my god come on Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo, baby! <laughs> uh, Feels like it's been a long time, but it really hasn't. Uh, let's talk initiative here, Dax. It is a new level, though. It is. This is our first combat at a new level. Ooh. 21 for Dax. Oh, new level, new planet. Dr. Friss. Uh, Dr. Friss got a 16. 16 for the Friss man. Captain K. 17. 17 for K. Okay. Uh, and what about Qualo? 14. 14 for Qualo. PG. I was very excited. <laughs> I rolled a natural 17, but for a total of 21, because I forgot my in- initiative roll sucks. Ooh. Kreska, uh, what is your bonus? It's a plus one. A plus one okay, is actually, your bonus. It's not as bad then. <laughs> well, that changes a few things, if ever I changed something. Uh, all right, well, here's the thing. Kreska and PG, uh, you both can act in a surprise round because yes. you hit the Ooh, DC nice. of 25 in order to see these creatures come out. They'll also act in the surprise round. Oh, sorry. Oh. Describe they clum. They clum. 
<laughs> the past yes. tense of climb. Yes. They it's clum. Climb, like climb, clumb. Climb, climb, clumb. So you tell me they clumb up there. So they came up from around the, the landing pad. Yeah, they like, were like from lower. Underneath the landing pad and they came up. So they climbed up and then had weapons in their hands and they opened fire. Yeah, by the time their weapons were out, that's where PG and Kreska saw them. Got it. You want to take it to the map? Should uh, I take oh, it oh, 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 to the map? This is going to blow you away. <laughs> to the map. To the to the take map. It to, to the, the map. Oh, cool! Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> wow, did you make this? I did. I that's did. awesome. Yeah, there's yeah, actual. There's done. a picture. There's like a cutout of the Sarissa. Yeah, <laughs> like on the platform, and then like the below. There's the old. There's a. Like some, the Akatonian like surface below, and then you put in these uh, these platforms. It's amazing! It. That's Isn't that so fun? cool. It's great. Uh, I love just seeing the Sarissa. This is she what, looks so big now. Yeah, this is what these creatures look like. Oh my god! Oh, okay. oh wow! Right. They're way way more badass than you made them sound. <laughs> yeah, you you, re- you re- described them as naked men. Yeah, like weird, creepy, zombie-ish things. Yeah. These guys are bad warriors. They're yeah. warriors, and with the. Is that a armed like, armor? Yeah, they're ranged. They have a yeah, they have a a, uh, a bow and arrow and a battle axe on the back. Let's talk uh, surprise round. PG, you have the floor here. You have uh, a move or a standard action, and anyone who hasn't acted in surprise round is flat footed. Uh, I, I made sure of this before we started the the, the show. Yeah. All right. I was going to say guns out, but sword sword out. My tail sword out, and Kay. I'm just going to run. It's a move action, actually. That's my move action. Okay. Well, you can, you, because you have an attack bonus of at least plus one or higher, you can move and draw at the same time. Okay. You just can't attack in a surprise. Okay. Time. All right. So she's going she's gonna to take it out, and then she's just going to run towards the one that's to the right of her. Okay. Now, imagine that wing isn't, you can go underneath that, the wing of the Sarissa there that I have extending out if you wanted to go the other way. Okay. I'll go that way then. Okay. Uh, it might be a little short for you. All right, so you're going to... Uh, and do you... Does that give you a jump on your attunement? Like, can you start attuning in the surprise round? That's is that a an good action question. or is it free? It's a free action. You should Oh, so you, you can do you a can swift a, action. You can get around ahead. Round. That's awesome. All right. Oh, yeah. So I will attune myself as well. And actually, with my... It's a swift action. I can do a swift action as well, right? So I'll yes. also do my haste circuit so I can move. Um, 50 feet instead of 25 feet. Nice. Wow. So, boom, 50 feet. <laughs> wow. Oh, actually, yeah, I'm right up you in You can get business. right up in his face. <laughs> All right, then. Well, uh, they're going to act now before old Kreska, because they're... Old Krezzy McGee. They rolled a similar initiative uh, to you, but they have a much higher bonus. Uh, By similar, uh, you mean the same. The same, yes. <laughs> Always with the vagaries. The unnecessary vagaries. <laughs> uh, milking these unnecessary things. All right, so one is going to fire at Qualo, uh, the one up here. One is going to fire at Friss. One is going to fire at Dax. And then we'll talk about the one near, what, near PG, what that one's going to do. Um, so let's just fire these off. So first one is going to be at Qualo. Qualo, flat foot. Let me just, a D12. I roll a D12 to hit, right? <laughs> well, Starfinder. Yes. Natural one. Oh! oh right out of the wow. What are they shooting? I should have I used the D12. Uh, they are shooting a, a uh, ranged well, weapon. But is it a projectile versus energy? Uh, yes, projectile. Uh, all right, let's go with uh, Joe from Somerville, Massachusetts. Yes, Somerville! 02144. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this one is Squibload. Squibload. I don't like that. 
Your firearm malfunctions and the round does not exit the barrel. Roll a perception check. On a success, you notice the jammed round and can spend a full round action dislodging the projectile. On a failure, you don't notice the jam, and when you fire your weapon again, the weapon explodes, dealing 1d6 points of damage and giving the weapon the broken condition. It's a bow. It's a bow. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck. And it's a bow roken. <laughs> it's I a mean, bow roken. Yeah, so... You want me to just pull another one? No, no, no. I'll, I'll say that uh, if he doesn't notice and fires again... Uh, there's a crack in the bow. Or, or the string And he breaks, can fix it, you know, but if he doesn't notice... Yeah, well, I, can, I rolled a two on the perception check. So he doesn't uh, notice. He doesn't notice. So the next time he fires, it'll get the broken condition. It will get the, it'll gain the broken condition, yeah. yeah. It gets chipped and it throws off its sights, we'll say. Yep. Uh, all right, then. Nice. Thanks, Joe. Great start, LaValle. Uh, second one is going to fire at uh, Dr. Friss. Uh, that is going to be a 24 against Flatfooted. Uh, that is a hit. Okay, so this guy is able to uh, blast one out. You only take two points of damage, though, um, as this is a, a strange archaic weapon that does five points huh. less damage Ooh. to someone. Archaic. Um, oh, maybe this so is like So I rolled a, a really high damage, but you have to take that minus five. Maybe this is like civilization and it's a very old, uh, yeah. old uh, technology yeah. and they, they have, have like, you come with yeah. your nukes and they have bows. Yeah, they have like javelin ears. And, yeah. yeah. One misses Dax and then... Slingers. Sorry. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the third one misses Dax and then the one standing next to PG, now that PG is right there, uh... Drops his bow and draws his battle axe. All right, it's a one-on-one combat. I love it. Round one. Round one. Wait, where's my surprise? Oh, one? I'm sorry, Kreska, yes. I forgot all about you because you're so small. <laughs> you're small, man. Small in stature. Small in everything. What do you mean, Kreska or Matthew? It's a small beard and small beady little eyes. You got small nostrils, small ear holes. Can you still hear me? Troy, at least he's not a soft G. You'll never play piano. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. A soft G? A soft GM. <laughs> oh, I thought you said a soft G. I was like, how dare you? Aha! <laughs> <laughs> G. I'm a hard C. A bouncy C. Bouncy C. Bouncy C. The soft G was like a weird Swedish insult. Well, soft G. He's a real soft G, this guy. Fjord. No, that's a J. Yeah. He's a soft J. Maybe they call him G's. What do you want to do? Z, can I talk now? All my right. turn to talk. Uh, Kreska is going to put up her hands and say... I'm assuming they probably don't speak common, but she's going to try anyway and try to gesture along to indicate that uh, if they back off, we'll back off. We mean no harm. We come on a mission of peace and exploration. We have no quarrel with you, friends. Please drop your weapons and we'll put ours away as well. Can I roll diplomacy? Roll diplomacy, yeah. Well, I rolled a natural two. So that's a a 13. Solid diplo. Round one. <laughs> Dax, you're up. Uh, yeah, Dax is going to turn. He had the exact same thought. He's just going to turn his weapon at this thing, this like freaking plasma heavy weapon that's just like <laughs> charging. And he's looking across at this creature with a bow and arrow, and he just can't pull the trigger. So uh, he's just going to he's going to start slowly walking toward uh, the one that's right under the Sarissa, um, and just use both move actions to just. Like move toward him and not firing, but he's going to try. If the thing is not going to run away or try to use his battle axe, he's just going to try to manhandle him into submission. Okay, because he doesn't think this guy can really do anything to hurt him. 
All right. Interesting. Um, PG, you are right next to one. You saw yeah. him uh, drop his bow and whip out this uh, cool-looking uh, battle axe. Right. Um, can I hold and attack them if they attack me? Sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So you're gonna you're going to well, uh, ready an action exactly. to return attack if they uh, attack you. Exactly. Like because PG is hearing all this nonsense about trying to make peaceful contact, and so she's just like, I guess I have to follow orders. I mean, from their perspective, if they're an ancient civilization and we just flew a ship in and landed, you don't have time to describe yourself. <laughs> <laughs> PG gonna do what PG gonna sure, do. Sure, I made a decision. PG's gonna PG. Well, I mean, she's not gonna just stand there and take it. Yeah. Like some people in this room, Troy. Oh, man. Holy wow. shit. Shots fired, Soft G. <laughs> what is she, uh, five and a half feet away from a death throw over the edge? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep oh, making oh, jokes. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, all right, well, it's their turn, uh, and they're going to just uh, see. Let's uh, let's do a little bit of the same to start things off. Shoot at Qualo. Uh, Qualo, that is going to be a... 19 to hit. Uh, that's a miss, even while oh, flat. Boy. Well, nice. which, which is the hitting against? Yes, or Casey? Uh, it's against K, Casey. Casey. Okay, then it's still a miss. Even still a miss. Flat foodie. Okay. Yeah, I don't still. know if you continue to be flat footed in the non surprise round or if it's just the surprise round. Either way, we're good. Yeah, I, I believe we looked up that rule, right? That you're not flat footed. Yeah, I think it's Starfinder. You're not flat footed before you act. You're just flat footed okay. yeah. in a surprise, in a surprise, surprise round. round. Okay. Um,. All right, the other one uh, fires a shot off at uh, Friss. Friss is getting all the hits here. It's like a 25. Uh, hits Friss for uh, one point of damage. So sure. really a whole, not a whole lot. Um, and then uh, he, uh, the one that fired at Friss is going to uh, drop his bow free action and start making his way towards Friss. And as he does so, he whips out his battle axe. Um, so he gets right next to Friss. And then the one on PG... Well, let me resolve the one with Dax first. The one with Dax just uh, free action drop, pulls out the Don't axe. Don't do it. Don't do it. Swings at Dax. Oh. Stop. He holds up axe. a hand, an armored hand. 27 to hit. <laughs> Slices his hand off. Exactly. <laughs> Snaps into the armor a little bit. Uh, hits Dax for seven points of damage total. Just boom with this axe. Ah, zero points of damage. And then, of course, what, you got a DR? DR7. That's right. Uh, he holds up his hand. Just bang. The other one goes to attack to PG. Natural one. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh. And this, is, and this is the same one that fumbled before, isn't it? No, the one that you went after is the one. Oh, that's the one that fumbled. Uh, all right. So this one is melee, though, now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's melee. Uh, okay, let's go with... Two Fumbonies. Let's go with Mike from Jessup, Maryland. Hey, Mike. My finger pain. Go chirps. <laughs> you accidentally hurt your finger while attempting to attack, mashing it into something hard or getting it caught on something and twisting it wrong. Drop your weapon. If unarmed, you take minus two to unarmed attack for 1d4 rounds. So it's just a dropped weapon. Okay. Dropped weapon. Classic uh, dropped weapon. Nice, Mike. Thanks. Nice. <sighs> All right, PG. Uh, your yep. ready to action yep. now goes. Natural 20. Oh, oh my God. God. That's very right. different than mine. Oh, oh my God! I need to find all these, all these dice. All right. Does your weapon have any uh, special critical effects? Uh, yes, corrode one d six. Whoa! So it's just an extra one d six acid damage uh, that the, it does. The target takes corrode 
the target takes corrode damage equal to the amount listed. This functions as the burning condition, but deals acid damage rather than fire damage. That's what I thought. Um, now, where it's the burn condition, do I also have to put that burn out? You can look at that while uh, you get. A, I believe you get a, a like a flat check each round uh, to get out of it. Okay, um, you so look, look it up, up while she rolls double damage and then add a d6 for the acid. Yep. All right. So actually, I'm going to do this on the computer <laughs> because it's so much damage. Oh, hell. Make sure you do it right. Um, so, 44 points of damage plus 1d6, you said? Wow, yeah. Uh, plus 2. So, 46 points of damage. Wow. Oh, oh my God. Wait, was that just the extra fire damage or was that the burn? Uh, what was the it was extra? 1d6 corrode. 1d6 oh, corrode. corrode. Yeah. That's different from burn. Right, but she said it acts it functions like, like burn. It functions like yeah. burn. Then it doesn't yeah. tick until their turn. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, you mean the, that extra two points of damage? Correct. Okay, sure. Um, all right, so just find out if it does the other burn It's a things. reflex save, and the DC is 10 plus the amount of damage you took at the start of the round. So it would be DC 12 reflex save to get rid of it. To get rid of it. Otherwise, I'll just keep taking two points. At the start of each round, or you take, take one D6. D6. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, really cool. That is yeah. never... You've never... That's no, never happened I've never PG. done it. <laughs> Amazing. I love this new strategy. Could, could nice have, job. Couldn't have happened at a worse time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, these poor, these poor guys. It is Kreska's turn. Your murder. Uh, Kreska, <laughs> observing that PG just straight up tried to murder one of them, uh, is going to say, I wanted you to stop. Now, please... Hold. And she'll put a hand out. Roll a will save on the guy who's standing next to Dr. Friss. Oh, no. Not a will save. Uh, 22. I believe that gets it exactly. Yes, it beats it. Okay. Uh, wow. I thought that was a slam dunk. So your saves. No, are, it, it got it. Your it, DCs are very high. No, no. I thought it was a, yeah, I thought it was a third level spell. It was not. Uh, so, yeah, you beat the DC. Uh, so, in that case, Kreska will draw her, uh, her Doshko. Draw the Doshko. All right. Uh, and then over the radio, like, whatever we can do to not hurt them. These people don't, don't know who we are or why we're here. Try to resist the urge to kill them. Dr. Frisch, you got one right up in your face. All right. Uh, first, so I can't do a trick attack because I have not drawn my weapon. So I am going to first try to identify these creatures. Okay. Um, all right. So that is a natty 19. So would you categorize them as very common, average, or rare? Rare. Okay. Um, so that the DC of the check uh, would be... 15 plus one and a half times the CR. Yeah, their CR. So, uh, uh, but it's actually 10 plus one and a half their CR because of my alien archive ability. Right. Um, so that is a 30... That is a 37 uh, on my check against their DC for every... Five, obviously. Over the DC, I get an additional piece of useful information. Okay. Without knowing what the name of these creatures are, because, again, if you didn't know about NGR6 and Starfire, you wouldn't know the name. However, you know for certain. Well, for me, I think for Friss, it's something like like his knowledge of xenobiology and anatomy. Like, he can observe a creature for just a split second and know... Like, I think this is where the major organs are. I think this is, like, how their musculature works. Right. Like, that kind of thing. They look to be, obviously, the, the native inhabitants of right. this place. Um, they look to be hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of uh, a special ability, um, they can cleave. Okay. So if they're, uh, you know, if they get within range of two of you, they can hit. And if they hit one, they can uh, free attack uh, another one. And then they take a minus to their AC. 
But that's all you really feel like you have to worry about. They're are they using wearing archaic uh, weapons and they're wearing archaic, archaic armor? Oh, okay. uh, are they wearing archaic armor? I, th- I believe they are. Uh, just you know what it is? It's, it's not even archaic. It's just basic uh, hide armor. It looks to be the hide of probably a local animal here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It is archaic. So Friss is going to move away. He's going to get back kind of behind Kreska. Um, and I uh, would incur an attack of opportunity if they have one. Okay. Uh, they... Yeah, everybody has it. Everybody has it. Start playing Finder, second yeah. edition now. I forgot about reaction. All right, so he'll take a swing and uh, miss okay. with, a, with 17. Uh, that is a miss. That's and a miss. so he is going to, with a swift action, pull, pop his azimuth laser pistol out of his uh, swift sheath in his armor, pops into his hand, and... Um, He's going to do an intimidate check. Okay. Uh, and he's going to fire a shot like over its head and say, Give up or we'll burn all of you two cinders! Uh, that is a 27 intimidate. 27. Um, clearly has no idea what you're saying. Um, but looks at you and kind of just done to the one over there, um, and they're kind of they don't know quite what to do, but they still look like they want to attack. Okay, Koala's turn. This is a bummer because Koala wanted to try to negotiate with them to some extent, but after seeing that they don't uh, speak the lingo, they won't understand. My my pleas would fall upon deaf ears. Uh, I still want to listen to the captain and respect what she'd like to have going there. The problem is is all I know how to do is eliminate uh, carbon-based life forms. Uh, Captain, would you have me wait until we see what else happens with them, or may I attack? If you if you must attack, do non-lethal damage, or just wait. Um, but don't put yourself in danger. Shit. I don't even know how I would even begin to do non-lethal damage yeah, with this too character. many instructions. <laughs> uh, Unarmed start, strike. Could you try to... Could you, you can deal non-lethal damage with any lethal weapon. Okay. You just have to take minus four to the attack. All right. Uh, you could also try to intimidate them more. Uh, I could. Without that shared language, it's, it's hard. And they also just saw... I'm working, uh, I'm working on that. PG just mash one of them. Huh. Um, then I'll, if I can really take a, a minus four and do unarmed damage, Qual will pull the mode of light down, bringing down his uh, his uh, solar weapon, and will take a guarded step directly diagonally to actually directly in front of. Well, I don't want to. I want to allow the captain to be able to charge. Should that be her wish, and will non lethally attack. Okay. So what is it a minus two like Pathfinder or minus four? Minus, minus four. four. Here we go. Come on, Charlie and Valentina. A four on the die for a total of a 12 to hit. That's a miss. You're not used to non-lethal. You're a pirate. Nope. Round two, Dax. Dax, this guy, he really, really laid into you, but your your new juicy D-Arbs. I'm sorry. You cannot harm me. Uh, He is going to sheathe his weapon. And he's then going to attempt a disarm combat maneuver. Oh, so he'll just fun. try to boom, then the like, first for like the show? martial arts the axe out of his hands. Okay, so that's against my CAC plus eight. CAC correct? plus eight. That is correct. And another natural four, <laughs> which, uh, by the way, I knew was going to happen. But it's fine. I don't care. I will do this 
all night long. I don't give a shit. If they're going to make combat maneuvers impossible to ever succeed, then I'm going to take a whole episode and just do one the entire time and see when one succeeds. To their credit, they don't assume you're going to roll a natural four. Right. Well, I want to see what number it is. That's what I'm saying. I could get it next round. But I could also go ten rounds and just keep rolling. Garbage! (laughs) Um, Now, does your weapon have the disarm special property? I sheathe my weapon. I'm just using my hands. Oh, you're just using your hands. Okay. Um, I'm literally punching it out of his hands. Okay, and disarm doesn't uh, provoke, right? Correct. Unless it does. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure it does. Absolutely not. (laughs) I will never die. There are only three things that provoke. Uh, You can knock the item the target is holding out of its hands and onto the ground. If you have a free hand, you can automatically grab the item with your hand. Which is why I have both hands free. Before it falls. Uh, I don't see anything, certainly in that description, that says uh, it provokes. Uh, okay, it is their turn. Oh, their turn. Let's go with the one that you just tried to disarm. Goes to swing at you. Another natural one. Oh, yes. It's not their Another day. natural one. It really isn't. Well, I mean, he's so... Crazy ship landed on their platform. He's terrified at the specter of death. <laughs> Dax. It's just so scared. The thought of being disarmed was enough for him to just... Fumble uh, again. All uh, right. <laughs> Three fumbles. And this, this guy's second one. This one from Patrick in Vancouver. What's up, Pat? British Columbia International Edition. <laughs> the Lavalley Special. Yes. Hey, I had one for dinner tonight. La- you did. It was on multigrain, but I'll count it. The trials of combat have left you ravenously hungry. You take Whoa. 1d6 non-lethal damage and are fatigued until you can find something to eat. Any food oh, heals the non-lethal damage, but if you manage to find the Lavalley special before the end of the day, eating it will also heal lethal damage as though you had a night of full rest. Wow. <laughs> wow. So great. six That's non-lethal. Great. And Patrick, uh, well done. Fatigued is I can't run a charge. Okay. Minus one to AC, attack, melee, uh, and, excuse me, attack and damage. Reflex saves, initiative checks, and uh, yeah. That's pretty bad. Wow. All for want of an overrated sandwich. <laughs> How dare you? That sandwich is gold. Uh, all right. Uh, the one that's been firing at Qualo uh, is just going to keep his distance and continue to fire at Qualo. Uh, you tell me, buddy. That is going to be a 24 to hit. That's a hit. All right. So he hits you. Obviously, this thing uh, is just, it, you just feel like a an arrow hits you, it does one point of damage. Oh, uh, it's poison. It's Nothing too poisonous. crazy. Um, however, the one that's right next to you, now that Friss has moved away, will swing its axe at you. Uh, that might be a miss. Well, you tell me, 20? Uh, miss. 20's a miss. Uh, the one right next to PG that just got crunched swings at PG. Mm-hmm. Good luck, buddy. Misses PG. Oh, yeah. And then the one... Uh, oh, we already did the one PG. next to Dax. So there you have a real rough round. Uh, the one that fired at Koala will start making his way down. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, he can get actually right next to Koala uh, after he fires. Uh, and as he does so, he switches to the battle axe as well, dropping his bow along the way. PG, you're up. So... I would like to do something that I'm trying to understand what it is. I think it might be a grapple, but I would like to only use PG's hand to grapple their throat and just lift them up. Wow. And move to the 
to the side of the the, the crater or what? No, not the crater, like the platform, uh, and, and like okay. intimidate them that way. But I've that's been, a lot. You can't do all that, but on, you, you can perform a grapple combat maneuver with one free hand. Yeah. Um, if you succeed, if you beat their CAC plus eight, um, then uh, they can't. Then they gain the grapple condition. They can't move from their space, and then. Then you can decide what you want to do from there. Now, from there, next turn, you could reposition, right. which would allow you to do this cool thing that you yeah. want to do. Okay. So it's not impossible by the rules of the game. It's just going to take two rounds for you to do it. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. And I'll, I'll try that just to sort of, because it's non-lethal damage, but, uh, and I'll wait. It's yeah. no damage, yeah. Yeah, and I'll wait for your uh, your command, Captain. Now, if you beat their CAC plus 13, they're pinned instead right. of grappled. I don't think I will. In which case, maybe I'll, I'll say that their neck is, is laying off the edge of the platform. In Let's fact, see what you got. yeah, it depends on what you're. Yeah. Um, eighteen against CAC eight plus eight. I don't think that's gonna go. Anywhere. No, no, no. You, uh, you fail. <laughs> well, at least I haven't rolled three natural ones. That's true. That's true, Eleanor. Yep. Uh, oh man, Kreska, what do you want to do? Your diplomacy has failed. They do not speak your language, and they saw PG. Rile up and almost one shot one of them. All right, Kreska is going to try to mind link with one of them. Ooh, Ooh. well, 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 mind link. So she will step up to the one that's directly in front of her. Okay. Now she does have to touch him. So do I need to make a touch attack? Does that sound fair? Or I, all I need to do is make contact. Let's look at mind link, everybody. Let's look at old mind link. I love Chris Angel's mind link. <laughs> you link your mind to that of a touched creature to swiftly communicate a large amount of complex information in an instant. You decide what the target learns, limited to any amount of information that would otherwise could be communicated in 10 minutes. The information comes in a series of visual images and emotional sensations and isn't language dependent. Wow, cool. It's pretty cool. Hmm. This is what you did to uh, Friss when you yeah, guys had that big. Friss, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That big tiff. I mean, I think you just have to get a melee attack. Just a touch attack? There's no such thing as a touch attack in Starfinder, as far as I know. But there's no touch AC. But yeah, he, he isn't going to willingly let you touch him. You're also not trying to grapple him. So I won't say you have to be CAC plus 8. But I would say you have to be able to unarmed strike his KAC. It's a good thing that a mask is never Oh, oh we've been saying it for yeah. a long time. Make it count. Make it count, Matthew. Uh, 20. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So in ten minutes worth of ten minutes worth of visual information and emotional sensations, I create a story that's not dependent on language. That is intensely sexual. No. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. That's, I, this, this is my mind language. Sorry. Basically, misread it. <laughs> this creature's like, dear God. But basically, oh, God, no. I play out. A, <laughs> we don't like romance on this floating world. <laughs> I play out two scenarios for them. One of uh, us, you know, everyone putting their weapons away and greeting each other peacefully and perhaps trying to find a way to communicate uh, and, you know, interacting in peace. And then, I, you know, I kind of fill that with good emotional sensations. And then I, all, and I basically give them an or else. And then I show us all slaughtering them mercilessly without taking oh. a point of damage. Wow. Like PG, her face covered in blood. Yeah. yeah. Gleefully screaming and cutting them to pieces. Yeah, maybe even like she takes a bite out of them. Yeah, yeah. bites their face, like part yeah. of their face right off. Eats them. But then I return to the image of us all communicating, yeah. putting our weapons away and communicating peacefully. Uh, maybe us offering them a gift of some kind as, maybe, a, as a thank yeah, you. Maybe like a, a Maricoy like sex session with seven people just holding hands and creating new life. Yeah. 
better bows. Meat. I don't have that. I don't have images of what that would look like in my mind. Peacefully so. and platonically kissing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all. Just, like, just a back rub circle. Platonically <laughs> <laughs> kissing. Yeah. What the just fuck like is that? A very casually, gently, platonically kissing. Yes. Back to what it actually is. The, cin- the cinematography of the uh, slaughtering them is very frightening. It's yeah. vicious and brutal. But maybe other, maybe throw the, some images in of like some beef <laughs> and cheese. Yeah, and we're like, having a barbecue. Uh, barbecue. No, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, we, we break in the good images. We're like eating yeah. together. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, sharing and, uh, sharing food with one another. Maybe super upgraded bows. Maybe like breastfeeding if like mom love or something. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, no, us like holding hands and like kind of running through a meadow of flowers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Come on, get happy. Petals like, just like floating everywhere. Yeah, I'm taking for a joyride on the Sarissa. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, us riding in a Corvette oh, like down Route oh, 66 can together. We, can we have Capri Suns in these visions? Can we have Capri Suns, <laughs> sure, please? Sure, sure, sure. And Thank like you. mom Capri opens sun. the fridge and it's just like, what do we got? We got some purple stuff. And she's <laughs> like, no, Sunny Delight. And it's like, yeah, we all go freak out. We all go skateboarding. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> he still doesn't know. He's been trying to read the rules. <laughs> GM on the planet. Oh, G. He stopped G. Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.